0: especially to this service. It's a time of encounters with the Spirit of God. And as we move closer to the Accelerate Conference, I believe God is overshadowing us in this place. The second half of this year uh, is going to be like nothing else. Stranger encounters with the Holy Spirit. Stranger encounters with the power of God. And nothing will remain the same around you. Or oh, somebody is warming up to say amen. amen. I said nothing will remain the same around amen. you. You know, if there's a people to seek God, there's a God to answer. The big question this morning is, where's is your hunger? Yeah, where's your hunger? Where's your hunger? Are you really hungry for God? Jesus said, blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness. He said, for they shall be filled. They shall be filled. But, we, you know, we come to that space sometimes in our lives where our hunger has fully dissipated. We are hungry for many other things. We are hungry for many other things but the indwelling presence of the Holy Ghost. We are hungry for many other things but for more of God. Yeah. and What we don't realize is that when we have more of him, when we have him in overflowing, every other thing will follow us. Yeah. You know, we say it all the time, one with God is a majority, but we really don't believe it. Yeah. Because if you believe that one with God is a the majority, then your hunger for him will be much more than the hunger for likes on Instagram. Yeah? <laughs> because all the people liking on Instagram, they really, they're just liking, they can't help. Because if, if some people here will spend more time, you know, meditating on God's word, more time just, just being grateful in their heart. You know, just time to say, Lord, I'm grateful. And to think through his goodness. The psalmist says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. If you spend the time you spend on Instagram to just say thank you to Jesus on a daily basis, something will break loose in your life. I'm telling you the truth. Something will break loose in your life. If you spend more time rather than fusing around the house and you know, reporting to everybody, you know whether about your boss or about your spouse, everyone that has heard about you know, what is going on in your home. Rather than doing all that, if you spend more time to just appreciate God. Even if he's not doing anything now, what about what he has done in time past? <laughs> because somebody may be listening to me this morning, it looks like God is on, on a sabbatical in your life. He is not. The keeper of Israel never sleeps, never slumber. Yeah. If there's anyone that has broken transmission, it's you. Yeah. All the major FM stations in the city of Lagos are transmitting right now. The reason why you are not hearing what they are transmitting is that you are not connected. Yeah, not that they are not transmitting. Yeah, not that they are not transmitting. They are not on break. But you are not connected right now. That's how it is. Our God never sleeps, never slumbers. It doesn't go on break. You remember the story of um, Elijah and the prophets of Baal? When they were calling their God, calling their God, Elijah was making fun of them. (laughs) He said, "Ah, maybe you should call him a little more. Maybe your God went to use the washroom. Call him a little more, maybe he's on sabbatical. But when Elijah stood up, he said, Let the God that answers by fire let him be God indeed. And then the fire broke out. May the fire of the Holy Ghost break out in your life in the name of Jesus. But if you've read that passage of scripture very well, you see that Elijah put certain things in order, he arranged the place, put the wood in order, laid this on the wood there stands for the word of God. Lay the wood in order. Put everything in order. He poured water, poured everything. And the Bible says when the fire fed, it licked up everything. Yeah, Fire that can lick up stones. I don't know who is here this morning. They may say there's a stone in your God blood. A stone here, stone here. You block it there, block it there. There's a fire that can lick up any stone. Fire that can lick up every pain, every harassment of the devil. But you see, when you just pay lip service, and everything is all about, you know, whether it makes sense or doesn't make sense. Yeah. Don't wait until your, you know, sometimes we say the engine of a car knocks. Don't wait until your brain knocks. Yeah, because there are many people in our city today, their brain has completely knocked. Because they're using it for what they're not supposed to use it for. You know, when you pour water into the engine of your car, it's like when you're using your human sense to handle spiritual things. You just see error message, error, error, error. And that's where people start to struggle. Start to struggle. And then they resort into substances. Yeah. That can help to just put them in a state on what I've tied to the workings of the Holy Ghost. The workings of the Holy Ghost. To the baptism of the Holy Spirit, our ministers are at hand. We'll go to the mezzanine floor there, just the first landing of the gallery, minister to people at the end of this service. Uh, just 10, 15 minutes, you'll be on your way home. We just want you to fully submit yourself to the Holy Spirit today, to be able to say, you know what, Holy Spirit, I want you to fill me up afresh. And at all of our centers, we'll be doing the same. The moment the message is, I mean, the, the, the service is about to close, the pastors there will direct you, we want you to be ministered to this morning. If you are not yet baptized in the Holy Spirit, get an encounter with the Holy Ghost. Open up your heart and your mind, and let God do what He has always wanted to do in your life. Glory be to Jesus. I said, Glory be to Jesus. If you are watching online, please go to the chat room. Send us an email. Let us know if you want to be ministered to. Uh, That can be done, you know, online, offline. Anyhow, we can put a call through to you later on in the day and minister to you if you if if you want us to be to do that. Ephesians chapter 5, i read from verse 14. So therefore, he says, by the way, I'm, 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 reading, I'm reading from, uh, please give me the Amplified Classic or Amplified Translation, either of the two. That's where I'm reading from this morning, not, not NKJV. All right, Amplified Classic. It says, therefore, he says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall shine, make day dawn, in bracket, upon you, and give you light. Look carefully how you walk. Live purposefully. Somebody say purposefully. It says live purposefully and worthily and accurately not as the unwise and witless but as wise, sensible, intelligent people making the very most of the time buying up opportunities. So you see this, this is sounding good shows that God wants us to really make something great happen out of our lives. This is Apostle Paul writing by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to the church at Ephesus and by implication to the church in Lagos and church all around the world. And this is what he's saying. He said we should live not as unwise or witless, but as wise, sensible, intelligent people, making the very most of the time, buying up opportunities because the days are evil. Look at verse 17. Therefore, do not be vague. Tell your neighbor, I don't want to be vague. I don't want to be thoughtless. Some people live their lives very vague. In fact, you ask them questions. and for some people, under, under the pretense of spirituality. You know, people, church people, very vague. Yeah, I know it's okay to confess the word of God. How are you doing? It is where? We know it is where, but how are you doing because sometimes you need to say, This is what I need to resolve. It is well, but I need to resolve XYZ. It is well, but we need counseling in our marriage. It is well, but I need a prayer concerning this. Or else you just become vague and thoughtless. And then you will not engage the power of the Holy Ghost and engage the fellowship of, of, of the brethren and engage divine counsel. The Bible says the multitude of counsel is safety. Somebody's listening to me here this morning. You've made up your mind. Where my life is right now. I don't need anybody in my life. I, I, I would just, in fact, nobody should know what is happening. I, I, I don't need, you know, uh, you know the way some people say. Even when you ask them, uh, say, don't worry, don't worry. It is where, well, it is where." Well. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. They, see, that's how you do, you, even the Holy Spirit, you telling the Holy Spirit to go and leave you alone. And sometimes it's just one word from someone. One word that you hear in the place of prayer. One encounter with the word of God because the Holy Spirit is who, the person that turns information to revelation. Yeah. Turns the logos, the written word of God, into the spoken word, the rhema, in our heart, heart and in our life when we engage the word of God with the help of the Holy Spirit. So the Bible says that we, we, should, we should, you know, not be vague and thoughtless and foolish, but understanding and firmly grasping what the will of the Lord is. Understanding and firmly grasping what the will of the Lord is. May you understand the will of God for this season. May you walk in the fullness of God's will for you for this season. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Look at this. When all that is not in place, verse 18 says this is what's going to happen. That people turn to substances. Say do not get drunk with wine. Forget about, you know, wine. What Talking about Substances, all kinds of things that can intoxicate or uh, temporary. <laughs> okay, said, so do not said, so I do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery. The debauchery the talks about excessive sensual indulgence. That's what it means. It, excessive sensual indulgence, just to override, override certain kind of feelings. Override certain kind of emotions. So I shock up just to override. You know, I'm, you know, I'm angry now. I can kill somebody. But if you give me something, I'll calm down. <laughs> just to override. Yeah. I'm so frustrated right now. I don't know what is happening in this office. And then somebody goes to one corner. Just to override what is going on. Yeah. Override the thought. I don't think I can survive till tomorrow or to the end of the week because I have a deadline. And then you override it, shack up, and you know, temporarily forget everything, but it's going to come back to the trouble. Yeah. The Bible says that's not how to live. You have a helper ordained by God, sent by Jesus Christ to help you to live this one life that you have. Yeah, and to live it in a very successful way. When you engage with this helper, that's when things start to happen in your life, positively and in line with the will of God. Are you still here today? So the Bible says, rather than doing all that, it said, but ever be filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit. Ever be filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit. And it says, when that has happened, when when you are consistently filled with the Holy Spirit, how do you remain consistently filled with the Holy Spirit. Then he starts to talk about this. In verse, verse 19, he says, Speak out to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, offering praise with voices and instruments and making melody with all your heart to the Lord. Yeah. Some people here don't have any time that they sing or give glory to God or do anything that is, you know, like praise or Gratitude in their heart except when you come into praise and worship. Yeah. You have collections of all kinds of series that you binge watch. Yeah. And they bring amusement, but some of them don't bring any change of life. Yeah. You know, there's a difference between amusement and transformation. You can be amused all weekend, binge watch something, from Friday night to Saturday morning, then sleep all through Saturday, and then binge watch again, and maybe manage to log on to watch service this morning. But when is Monday morning? Nothing has changed. Nothing at all has changed. Yeah. See, going back to the office stressed, knowing how the issue is going to be resolved. Yeah. But when you make your, up your mind to engage the help of the Holy Spirit, you start to see definite, definite changes in how things are panning out in your life. Say amen, somebody. Or say better amen, somebody. So he said, offering praise with voice, instruments, and making melody with all your heart to the Lord at all times for everything, giving thanks in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God the Father. Look at this, verse 21. This is one of the ways you are sure that you are filled with the Holy Spirit consistently. He said, be subject one to another out of reverence for Christ. Some people don't know that one of the ways we live a spirit-filled life is by being in subjection. Yeah. And then he starts to talk about you know, the popular Ephesians 5.22, wives, be subject to your husband, you know as unto Christ, and then you go down to 23, 24, husband, love your wife. Do you know the truth? When we're not subject to one another, we can't live in the spirit. We cannot enjoy consistent infilling of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Because we will be too conscious of our flesh. We will be too conscious of our own will to even try to submit to the Holy Spirit. If you can't submit to human spirit that you can see, how then can you prove that you can submit to the Holy Spirit? Because I know that maybe people here in this service this morning, maybe married people, Listen to me right now. Husband, love your wife. You can't say, I want the power of the Holy Ghost in my life. It's not going to happen the way you want it to happen. The reason why some people are not walking in the the anointing of the Holy Spirit is because they are cut off. Your neighbor God wants to fill you with his power. He wants to fill you with his power. When we live like this, we start to encounter the workings of the Holy Spirit in our lives. A life that is hungry for the Holy Ghost, willing to yield, submitting to one another. A life that practices gratitude. A life that is conscious of the presence of God around you. Then we start to see the workings of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Workings of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Somebody may be asking the question, what, what, what are the, the workings of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer? It's important for us to note that you can experience the supernatural anywhere you are and in every aspect of your life. Yeah. You can experience the supernatural anywhere you are and in any aspect of your life. The Bible says in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7, said, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. The Holy Spirit manifests in our lives to profit everybody. And anywhere we have, we can resolve issues in business, resolve issues at home by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not capacity; It doesn't get tired or take off time, like I said before. It's not on break. We are the ones that tend to cut off when we crowd our lives and we crowd the Holy Ghost out. You know my advice for somebody here this morning? That talk that has brought every worry into your life in the past weeks. Can you go into this week consciously telling yourself and allow the Holy Ghost to take it over and give myself some time of not over-pressurized about this matter. I practice that many times. And when I do that, what I see is that the power of the Holy Ghost takes over from there. I just consciously force some thoughts out of my mind and tell the Holy Spirit, I'm casting my cares upon you according to the word of God. It's like you carrying, you know, five things or, you know, four things, and you are struggling to carry. And somebody just says, can I, can I help you to carry some? I say, no, 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 no. If I don't carry it very well, how would they know that I'm walking? That's how some. If I don't carry it, if, if 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 I'm not sweating and dragging it, how will everybody know that I'm hustling in Lagos? That's how some people want to live their lives. Yeah, how will somebody know that marriage is not easy if I am not? <laughs> <laughs> that's how some people just want their lives to be, and the Holy Ghost is saying. You know, abandon this care on me. Cast your cares. That's what the scripture says. Cast your cares on him for he cares for you affectionately. Yeah. And he wants to carry your load. But you're carrying everything on yourself. Somebody's been having this nagging headache because you, you, are, you are overthinking and overprocessing. Yeah. You know that, that point, when, it's, when it has to do with money, that point you get to where even in your dream, they are seeing dollars, dollars everywhere. <laughs> But when you wake up, there's no dollar. Yeah. Allow the Holy Ghost and just consciously and practice joy, practice contentment, practice peace. Because That's how we walk in righteousness. That's how we, we, we embrace the presence of God. And then we start to see the workings of the Holy Ghost in our lives. Say amen, somebody. I pray that this week, somebody will see the hand of God somebody will engage the hand of the Holy Spirit in the precious name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit you know, helps people in our one-on-one lives just as he helps us corporately. Some people think, you know, until you come to church you can't feel the power of the Holy Ghost. No. You feel the power of the Holy Ghost right there in your home, in your living room, in your washroom, as you are making a meal in the kitchen. You can get a revelation by the power of the Holy Ghost. That we turn sorrow to joy. That you are laughing all by yourself in your kitchen. And somebody say, what's happening? And say, it's just the joy of the Holy Ghost. Because I just got a revelation that everything is going to be okay. The word of God just got ignited in my heart. I just got to know right now that there's no way it's going to happen. I can never be barren. Yeah. Now I know beyond the shadow of doubt. Yeah. That this barrenness cannot persist. That's what I'm talking about. It comes by encounter. Let's talk about a few in your life. The Holy Spirit gives wisdom and knowledge for effective living. Wisdom and knowledge for effective living. He releases us into purpose and destiny. If there's somebody here right now who are trying to figure out what God wants to do in your life, it's time for you to allow the Holy Spirit to help you to figure it out. It's time to allow the Holy Spirit to help you to figure it out. It can give specific instruction about any issues of life. In Acts chapter 9, when you read from verse 10, you see the man Ananias, a disciple, the Holy Ghost started to give Ananias specific instruction. The Bible says, and there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. To him, the Lord said in a vision, Ananias, go back. Okay. To him, the Lord said in the vision, Ananias, and he said, here I am, Lord. All right? And so the Lord said to him, arise, go to the street called street. It's like God saying, arise. Go to Admiralty Street. You know, the one we have here in Lagos, in Face. Go to a particular street. Yeah. And inquire at the house of Judas, one called Saul of Tarsus, for behold, he is praying. God, let me just cut it short. God sent Ananias and gave him the address of where Saul was, who later became Paul, and told him, this was what I had done to this guy. I took his sight away and knocked him down. So you just go there, pray for him, and his sight will be restored. And it shall be a confirmation because I'm already also, you know, speaking into his heart. The Holy Ghost can be that specific when you start to walk with him it helps us to recognize critical times and seasons of our lives do not be out of sync with critical seasons in your life you know the reason why some people even get their health to fail some people die before their time it's like not recognizing it's winter and then you are wearing sweatshirt and uh, or you know a singlet and just come out and that's how some people live out of season out of season no better way for the devil to attack you than when you are out of season. Yeah. And the Holy Ghost is the one that helps us to recognize our season. The season you get into where the Holy Ghost wants you to be more, you know, to, to, to sow more seeds, for instance. I mean, for instance, that when the, the media season for us, the accelerate season, I always call for accelerate seed. Some people have never participated, but I want to encourage you to participate this year. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 10 and verse 12, it said, break up your fallow ground. It said, sow to yourself in righteousness. It said, it's time to seek God until he raise righteousness upon you. There's just a, a season of our lives where God wants to break you out of apathy and lethargy, spiritually. Some of the time, even to break out of apathy and lethargy, something that is there to you has to be committed to it you commit your time, you commit your attention and sometimes the Holy Ghost says, sow a seed. You see, where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. Yeah. I remember <laughs> when we were preparing to get married and I was sitting in a service, third service at Star Christian Center. Spirit started talking to me in my heart. When the service ends, write, clear your account and write it one check to your pastor. I, I first of all bound the devil. What, what kind of thing is that? That I'm preparing for my wedding, my only wedding, to marry my sweetheart. Now, all the money that I've saved up, and I'll write it to a, to a pastor. For what? For, I mean, if it's you, would you argue? Huh. But what I didn't know was that the Holy Ghost was trying to get me on God's frequency so that my attention can be on God and my absolute dependency can be on God. Now, what I'm saying this morning, I'm saying to, for myself and based on my experience, it may not be a to you. So don't, don't say, pastor said it, I'm going to do it. If the Holy Ghost is not talking to you, if you do it, you are all on your, all your own. <laughs> there's, 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 there's a replica of it for you. Yeah, and sometimes it may be verbatim, but I'm just saying caveat. Yeah, I'm putting the caveat on that one. So you don't say, this is what Pastor Goldman said, when, uh-uh, the Holy Ghost told me, for me, And I wrote that check. I just checked, you know, the balance and left like uh, maybe 25 naira or something there and then wrote the rest. Can I tell you the truth? As far as dependency on God for that situation was concerned, it brought me to my knees. Two weeks later, a man walked up to me after the service and said, oh, PG, I heard you're getting married. This man had a boutique somewhere in a cage at that time. Foremost. And if you told me that I was going to wear... A, a, a suit from that shop for my wedding. I'll tell you, you're out of your mind. Of that time, where all the money I've saved for my wedding was 75000 <laughs> So this was me on my wedding day stepping out in designer suit. <laughs> and, and you know, people may, may be thinking, ah, this guy is very rich. In fact, maybe he has carried such money self to join. <laughs> you understand? But that, that, that's it. The Holy Ghost just moving and you yielding to the Holy Spirit because he wants to give you wisdom. He wants to order your steps. This is how we have lived. I'm not telling you gimmick. It's all over the Bible. Sometimes God just wants to get you to that place where he wants you to yield and accept something that is there to you, is released to him. Your heart will not follow that thing to him. Calculating everything. You know some things are easier to do when you are still young. But when you calculate school fees and all that, and somebody says sow seeds, just say, see them, those pastors. They started again, yeah. But can I tell you the truth? I've recorded so many testimonies, even in this church, just about three years ago when God said, when it's time for Accelerate Conference, mid-year, lead your people to sow seeds just to recommit themselves with a heart of thanksgiving, with a heart of gratitude, sometimes not even tied to anything, sometimes tied to something, that their heart follows it and they seek me for it. They seek me for it. May something break out in your life this season. I said, may something break out in your life this season. Walking in the Holy Spirit and the Spirit naturally makes you wise. Wisdom is the trait of our family, our spiritual family. It's Wisdom. Just like you see somebody, two of them are from the same parent, and they kind of look alike. Maybe the 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 face looks certain way, you know. or another. when you see somebody who has the indwelling power of the Holy Ghost, the similarity that you start to see is the wisdom of God that is in operation. So the Holy Spirit wants to guide you, wants to lead you. In Acts chapter 16, when you read from verse six down to ten, Acts 16, uh, Paul was saying how how the Holy Spirit you know, was, was trying to lead them. now they had gone through uh, prague and the region of uh, Galatia, and they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. And after they had come to Mysia, they, they, they tried to go into uh, Britannia, but the Holy Spirit did not permit them. Can, can you see how people work with the Holy Spirit? Paul and his team, the Holy Spirit will say, no, don't go there. Don't do this. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to protect your life. Don't waste your investment. Don't do, don't do it. And at the point, the Bible says, then, uh, so, so uh, passing through Mysia, uh, they, they, they came down to throw us, and in a vision appeared to Paul the night, a man of Macedonia stood and pleaded, with him, saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. And then they took that as God saying, go to Macedonia. The Holy Ghost knows the next place that you should invest. He knows where you should live. And he knows the next job you should take. He knows the contract you should take and the one you should not take. And it's when you walk with him, when you crave his presence, when you allow him to come into your life, that he starts to lead you in such manners. So the big question this morning, in listening to the Holy Spirit, how do I differentiate him from my mind? People ask that question. Somebody even asked it on Wednesday in the midweek Q&A that we had. Uh, uh, In listening to the Holy Spirit, how do I differentiate? Uh, In Matthew 7 verse 11, the Bible says, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your Father who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him. It's important for you to understand that the practice of God's presence through the Holy Spirit, through worship, through prayer, through spending time in God's word, through meditating in God's word all day, that are meditating in in things that bring fear and anxiety into your heart. These are the things that, you know, connect your heart with the Holy Spirit. You know, it gets to a point where I cannot be asking, how can I recognize the voice of my wife? If there's a relationship, over time, you know, you, you, have you seen situations where your friends call you on the phone and they're trying to fake their voice? How did you know? Relationship. And it starts with little things. When the Holy Spirit just tells you, be nice to that guy, do this, you know, do that, and you're shoving it away. I'll tell you you cannot recognize, see, the voice of the Holy Spirit comes into your heart with peace. And there are certain things that the devil cannot tell you. The devil cannot tell you to smile at somebody that you know hates you. It's not the devil. It's the Holy Ghost. Yeah. The devil will say, give him Edbot. That's what the devil will tell you. Yeah. If you are waiting for the devil to speak to you, that's what he will tell you. <laughs> so when you hear things like that, that's how you start to practice. Because some people wait until the day they want to make a big decision which contract should I take. And this is a life-defining contract. All this why, that the Holy Ghost has been saying, be nice to your wife, uh, do this, buy this, uh, do that, uh, bless that person, you know, you know, do this and that. You have been ignoring. You now just, uh, you, you think it's just on demand. Yeah, now that there's a big problem. Holy Ghost, come. Paul said that we should... Not frustrate the Holy Spirit or not grieve him. See, when you ignore somebody consistently, consistently, what happens? They grieve and they withdraw. Somebody may be listening to me this morning. looks like the Holy Spirit has withdrawn in your life. You can invite him back today. Say amen, somebody. You can invite him back into your life today. Allow him to have his way in your life. God wants to speak to you. That's why I I quoted Matthew 7, verse 11. He said, "If if, if, your fathers, your earthly fathers, if you ask them for stone, they don't give you, I mean, if you ask them for bread, they don't give you stone. If they do good things to you, how do you think I would not want to be there all the time? But it's your attitude. Your I don't care attitude. Your everybody is succeeding. Even people who don't know God is succeeding. Is this success we're talking about? Yeah. Anybody can make money. Money is not the proof of God's presence. Can I say that one more time? Yeah. Money is not the proof of God's presence and the absence of money is not the proof of God's absence. The Holy Spirit can give you sense to make money but there are natural life principles that if you follow them you will make money. But who you become with money without the Holy Ghost is a big question. And now it will become transgenerational because the blessing of Abraham is the only thing that guarantees transgenerational wealth. I will bless you. Make you a blessing. And your your generation, and we saw it, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, and on and on up to today. In closing today, the Holy Ghost gives power. The divine ability to get things done and to accomplish our task. This side of Christianity is what we are played down on a lot of the time. Your character is the greatest witness of the indwelling presence of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, character is the greatest. Not how loud your tongue is or the kind of miracles. That's why I said the presence or absence of money does not determine the presence or absence of God. What shows that God is at work in your life the most, the greatest witness is your character. The Holy Spirit refines your character by developing the fruit of the Spirit in you. According to Galatians 5 verse 22 and 23. The fruit of the Spirit are powerful supernatural forces. No law can withstand them. Yeah. Powerful. The Bible talks about patience, love, joy, long-suffering, self-control, Those are the things that the Holy Spirit wants to, you know, uh, wants to develop in you. The Bible says, against us, there's no law. Develop all that in you. These are the workings of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can help you deal with the anger. That anger that is almost destroying your marriage right now. The Holy Spirit can help you to deal with it. That anger that is almost costing you your job. The Holy Spirit can help you to deal with it. Because when you get angry, you don't know who, who you can be angry at and you should not be angry at. Yeah. You can even scream at your boss or write your boss a stinker and then later say, I'm sorry. That's when you allow the Holy Ghost to work in your life, all that starts to turn around. Yeah. It's time to respond, not only to stimuli, but to Holy Ghost. Yeah. It's time to respond to the Holy Spirit. Wherever you may be hearing the sound of my voice today, love for you to engage the presence of the Holy Spirit. I love for you to engage the presence of the Holy Spirit. I love for you to engage the presence of the Holy Spirit. Somebody may be saying in your heart this morning I just want a change in my life. The Holy Spirit is the one that precipitates that change. What's He telling you right now? What does He want you to do right now? You're willing to yield to it. Do you believe that it's at work in your life? Those are the big questions that you need to answer this morning. Do you truly believe that it's at work in your life? Do you truly believe that it's at work in your life? Lift your two hands to him all over this place. Greater Lekin Center, Mainland Center, everyone watching online. Just lift your two hands to him. And I want you to say after me. Say, Holy Spirit, I crave your presence. I'm thirsty for you. I want you to walk in my life. I want you to live in me. I want you to guide me. I need your anointing. I need your power to be at work in my life. I yield myself to you. Totally and completely. Have your way in my life. Have your way in my life. I cannot hear you say, have your way in my life. Lead me, Holy Ghost. Guide me, Holy Spirit. I yield my life to you. Completely and absolutely. Wave those two hands to him all over this place. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless your name. 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 name. If you can, can you just pray in the Spirit? Pray in the Spirit. If you are not baptized in the Holy Ghost, just say, Holy Spirit, fill me up. I desire your presence. I desire your presence.